0: And welcome to Hali a podcast about East Asian pop culture uh, by a couple of guys from the East Coast uh, of the United States. This is uh, episode 185, like I'm going to say the episode number like all the other podcasts do. Like. I'm not gonna say the date because there's no point in doing that. It's whenever we recorded and whenever I decide to post it. Uh I'm Petey Rave. Your are your man over here on the on the on the right of stage right. Uh in this box. Uh he with me is my tag team partner, my partner in crime, my right hand man to my left hand side, stage left, your right. Uh Brandon Cooper, aka King Kaz, how you doing, Kaz?
1: That was a long intro. (laughs) I I, I, one of these days I I, might be longer than the Endgame movie.
0: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking ever since they point, ever since the people record breakers have called me out on saying man with no plan, even and pointing out that I in fact have lots of plans and and meticulously plan a lot of things, I've I've had to come up with a new intro. And I can't. <laughs> mm-hmm. I I don't like. I have to come up with a new thing to say all, every time. Um, Kaz, how, how's it going? What's, what's up? What's up?
1: How you doing? Uh, it's going well. Uh, we're gearing up for. I I feel like I I still. I feel like I just came back from a trip. I know you actually <laughs> physically just came back from a trip, but I feel like I just came back from one, and I'm about to go on another one. Yeah, we um, are about to go on another one. <laughs> yeah, so like I have all my, my stuff right here that I'm using to prep for my trip. I yeah. uh, here, we'll do a show and tell real quick. This is what's <laughs> new. Um. Oh, I, I dropped it on the floor. Uh, uh, uh. Got a... I uh, got a new bag for for yeah. travels and doing things and stuff like that. Uh got another new bag, but the other one fell on the floor. Um, yes. So, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. That was I a think great they, show and tell. I think that the only
0: thing I've, I've specifically prepped for the Vegas trip is making sure I found my Fat Tuesday uh, refillable cup. I put that in my
1: travel yeah. bag so I can go there and get them... them <laughs> uh frozen Uh, alcohol drinks i have have told all my friends this and i will say this on each and every podcast um my my one significant thing i want to do on this trip is practice uh my film making aka i just want to practice being able to make vlogs and tell cohesive stories um because i would i would love to come away with something that isn't just uh at some point everybody on whatever podcast telling a story about what happened in vegas i would love to have some visual to go along with that so like that's that's the key thing i want to work on so i was like (sighs) i was like if there is a a single night a a singular night that i'm that i don't start the day saying i'm not going to record today if, but if there is a singular night that I come back with no footage, like no footage whatsoever, and it's because I drink or something, I'm not drinking for the rest of the trip. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I if I, know, I, if I drink and I can't record,
0: I, I have the camera too, so I can help you get extra shots and B-roll. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do, we will do we will do we can even do like sit down hang out dkd well sort of thing yeah uh but yeah yeah, but yeah that being said uh we're here we're not here to talk about vegas or all those other things uh we are going to talk about my pre my re, most recent trip in a moment but first we're talk about what's what's new since we last gathered we're talking about what's yeah what's caught our attention since we last gathered uh kaz what, what's what's new what's what's caught your attention since we last
1: hung out uh, so some things that caught my attention I popped over to 1k like I do every week and just checked out some new songs. So we got one from Su Ron that we we've heard songs from her before. Um I think she debuted in a group or something like that. I forget what it she's, was. She's a long um,
0: collaborator with uh she was like she often collaborated with Primary specifically.
1: Yeah, she's done stuff with Primary. Um she's done stuff with Dean and and other people that that we have talked about on the show before so this is another song called don't hang up featuring ph1 um and I, I like it it's it's not it's not amazing but i like the beat i love the vocals um i wish i could actually read the words that are on the screen because they did do <laughs> baked in um they did do baked in uh subtitles, uh, uh, subtitles but but good luck reading that
0: shit they did did it in
1: romanized korean which is like a weird it was a choice romanized korean it's the small ass font that they
0: chose oh it's fucking like typewriter font uh also it's all white regardless of what the background color is uh also like i said it's romanized korean uh so i think they saw a bunch of comments that said Please add subtitles. And it got the wrong idea. <laughs> it's like here are subtitles. Like, h- honey. No.
1: Like, I ain't gonna lie. Watch the video. listened to the song. Was like, all right, dope. Scroll down to the comments. And people were like, oh, they included subtitles. And I was like, no the fuck they didn't. Went back, watched it again. Was like, literally like this close to my screen. And then I was like, oh. Oh, those things! Those little things. I thought something was on my goddamn screen. <laughs> <What laughs> Trying to these? clean my screen off.
0: Fucking subtitles for ants. Uh, yeah. I think it, overall, it, it's a it's a chill. It's it's a very much like I think this is a a easy to define genre. This is the mm-hmm. female R R and B ish singer that uh, makes chill uh semi-catchy songs uh to be played yeah. at coffee shops <laughs> like this is sudan is is doing it it's hazy is uh haze is uh, uh uh making a killing edit she's killing the charts with it casey is out there doing the same thing uh you know, this is this is the genre and it's working well for them but i, I think it works well it's it's once you kind of like get over to that you kind of realize that that's a that's a thing that's a genre it this is a nice addition to it, and it it's it's catchy it's, it's pretty nice
1: yeah no I, I i definitely like it i definitely enjoy it i think it's i think it has some dope appeal to it mm-hmm. um all right so let me move on to the next one we got one team uh with their song vibe um this one I'm still not sure how I feel about it. I kind of like it, but there are definitely bits about it that I wasn't really feeling. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was very well done and very well put together for a group I'm not super familiar with. Yeah. Uh, I had ne- I had seen this on, the, on
0: YouTube uh, recommended. On my YouTube, I guess my subscription because it was on one Uh But I, I don't know what I expected uh because I feel like i I stupidly assumed that if they were a, a group a boy group that existed in k pop I would' have heard of them uh but i forget mm-hmm. i forget how saturated the market is uh but they they seem they seem the song seems catchy as it's it's interesting that the videos looks fun uh it's very youthful <laughs> it's very yep. Uh, it's, it's a little, uh, a little cutesy, uh, in a sense, uh, the, the, it's very mimetic in some of the pits, bits of the choreography, like, uh, there's nothing quite like the pe- peppy young boys doing the shoot. <laughs>
1: like, yeah. It's like,
0: man. <laughs> So it's very memetic, uh, and it does have a, a you know kind of a a hip hop influence that you you would come to expect in a modern boy band anywhere, uh, whether it's this or whether it's like even like those Logan Paul clones of why don't we or even you know something like anything else. Uh, this is like early icon without the without the uh, without the hard edge without the edge
1: <laughs> yeah no i can i can definitely see that uh yeah. i can definitely see that um all right so last one for me for this week is the boys from pentagon a group we're a little more familiar with with Sha la la uh which kind of a l- first literal first minute of this song i don't like and then after that <laughs> i love this song yeah.
0: I, 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 it it's a it's a different it's a definitely interesting first uh, bit of it i think it it builds up well uh it's 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 a cool song uh, it's interesting kind of seeing what the, what the uh um this uh, the the style they want to go for now the kind of like you know losing one of that prim, 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 uh primary songwriters obviously with the whole thing with the whole to do um it is interesting to see what the direction they go with the the song is cool the song is catchy the video is very interesting <laughs> like going mm-hmm. for like a glitch gl- the the freaking glitch wave <laughs> style video uh makes for a fascinating visual style
1: yeah like it's it's still so now but it like has these elements that remind me of like um like old 2 p.m. videos or something, but it's still a little too like newish. It has still too much polish on it to like look like a really old video, but like it it, it kind of give me that gave me that like reminiscence of of that kind of stuff. Yeah, it is it
0: is very modern in its use of of nostal- nostalgic style glitch effects,
1: like yeah it,
0: it, it all those glitch effects could not make it more look more modern like <laughs> like it's like it makes it very 2019 uh and uh, it works it's nice
1: um yeah. i I like it i enjoy it i think it's worth checking out um pentacon d- tends to do some pretty good stuff uh there's some good boys over there. Some good boys. So uh definitely go check out the Pentagon. Yeah. Sha la la.
0: Yeah. Uh go check them out.
1: Um, alright.
0: So I have a couple of songs that caught my attention recently. One of them is Brain Smacking You, Hot Off the Presses. Uh Basically released today as of the recording. Uh it's the new track from Card they kind of been away mm-hmm. for a little while you know they they had that like a bit of a hot streak pre-debut and just after debut uh and they kind of were away for a little while uh we got some teasers hopefully promising a kind of a, a break away from what was kind of like becoming a very established sound like <laughs> they were they were kind of like in this loop of doing this one sound uh, but we pr- got promised something new, so they come up with this new track called "Bomb Bomb" or "Bomb Bomb," uh, and it's it's interesting. Like it has a very like different energy, kind of. Uh, it's yeah. very aggressive, very kind of like high octane. Uh, it's 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 different enough in the sound, um, though. it Definitely kind of like harkens back to what they've done before. It's not. Like literally tropical house stuff, uh, but like, if it, it would fit in, uh, they they definitely kind of like focus on the a lot of the visuals, uh, and I think that everyone involved looks great. Uh, I did enjoy the 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 discourse around uh, BM, uh, aka Big Matthew, look, being mostly shirtless for the for the uh, <laughs> video and his rant apparently on Twitter or somewhere about his man titties, uh, his words, not mine, his quote man titties and how much of his man titties he was showing. Uh, and, uh, uh, that made for a fun thing, but the, the video is cool. Uh, so many in particular looks amazing. Uh, yeah. And like, it, it is. It is cool. I. I. I like it. I. 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 It, it, I think it'll grow on me. I think. Yeah. It's. 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 It works well. It's short. <laughs> I, I would say that's my biggest like. I don't know. Great. No, it doesn't. Like, it doesn't
1: seem that short. Like it's what three three twenty videos
0: like three twenty five, but like forty minutes of that is the intro and the outro. <laughs> <laughs> so like right. it's mostly about two minutes and forty seconds the actual song. Uh, yeah, so it's a little short, but but I I I think it, I think it works. I think it's fine and it's fun and uh, it's fun to 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 listen to. What do you think?
1: No, I I enjoyed it. Um, I I the first pass through I didn't enjoy the chorus that much, but like. Kind of as I listen to it and let it kind of meld and like build, I'm like, all right, the chorus isn't that bad, but I I would say like kind of the chorus is like the weakest part for me. I'm not, yeah. I don't super enjoy the chorus, but I still think it works all together. Um, yeah, but, but yeah, it's not it bad. It's not bad. It's not, it's not bad. bad. Not in my top ten. Not in my top ten. You know what I mean?
0: But it's a it's a nice addition to to their. Uh their repertoire. So look, we're looking forward yeah. to more of them kind of being a little bit more active again. So uh moving forward, Trump, trump trunking on, trunking on. Uh we have another comeback by my girls, Mama Moo. Uh I know I kinda I, I, I this song I, I I'm I'm gonna be the, the Mama Moo fanboy again. Uh this song is fun. This song is fun and catchy uh, this song is, is so Mamamoo are back with the final, uh, mini album for, of their four seasons project, uh, white wind, uh, and the comeback track for this comeback, uh, is a song by the name of go, go baby. Uh, and it in a, almost like, I think almost kind of anticlimactic, it's just a fun, catchy, a song about partying, <laughs> like, uh, which I, I don't know what what would have ex- expected as like the big climactic ending of the four season project, but it's just a kind of a fun song. Uh, it's a fun video. It's kind of, they just like more into the mama Moo's like, uh, like more into their, their, their humorous, fun, colorful side, rather than to like their, their intense side. Uh, yeah, and I think it works well. I mean, I think overall there are, it's not the strongest of this whole project. Uh, but I th- and in and, and it's kind of like, I could definitely see how this could be a small letdown, but I think just on its own, on its own uh value, uh, I think it works just I, fine. I think
1: because it. It has this weird feeling where, because the song kind of stays in the same place, it always feels like it's building, you know what I mean? But it never, like, hits that, like, sky and then, you know, drop. Yeah. It just kind of feels like it's just always building, which, but but it doesn't sound bad. It doesn't sound bad. Like it sounds good like you said it's fun um it has a really fun energy to it um and i think mixed with the video it it, it gives it a little more life i think if i just heard the song itself which i might start doing sometimes when we do some of these is just like listen to just the song and not watch the video and then go back and watch the video like i don't know if 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 i just heard this song i don't know if i would feel the same without having the visual to go along with it yeah
0: so it's definitely, definitely kind of like a, a full package. I, I think it's a fun, catchy song. Uh, I think it works well. I think again, there the it's an odd ending track for the whole project, but uh, it, it it works well. It, it on its own, it is just a fun Mamamoo track. I can definitely appreciate it, and it makes a fine addition back there because I already got, <laughs> I've already gotten it in from Yes Asia. It's right back there. And if you're watching the video feed, you can see it on my shelf, on my YouTube shelf. Yeah. Yeah, which everybody had. You know, your quintessential YouTube shelf is right there. Uh, still same design. Keep that consistent, Mama Moo box design, which is fantastic. Um, yeah, Mama Moo. I love them. Uh, last but not least, source for songs. Somebody that we've both been, I think, wanting to see again. Uh, yeah. Somebody who's part of our, you know, who's part of our our history as K-pop fans. Uh, the you know kind of a a, a character in our K-pop story. Uh, Park Bom is back uh of course it's been you know, released quite a, a couple weeks ago um but park bomb is back with a song called spring or bomb <laughs> like, uh which is fantastic because park bomb is back with a song called bomb uh and it's featuring sundata park okay, your girl data. Um uh, and it's nice like it's a it's a freaking it's a brave brothers track uh he said that it was also originally meant for twenty one, uh, a while back. He just never, you know, never got to releasing yeah. it. I guess or, or whatever. Or you know. Yeah. No. No. You know we this... know what happened. Yeah. We know. <laughs> uh, everybody knows. Hashtag everybody knows. Uh, and it's nice. I think the song is nice. It's nice to hear Pop Bomb's voice again. Uh, yeah. It's, so... it's not the most groundbreaking song, but I think I think it's it's fine um uh, yeah. but
1: yeah well, so well, so I'm gonna say this right I heard this right and and I heard her and I was like and and you hear kind of Dara in in the in some of the background vocals and then Dara has her part and there was a moment be- before I I saw the Brave Brothers thing about like it was meant to be a 21 track that I was like bro if CL and, and Minzy were on this as well, like, I feel like it would be better. Right. And I was yeah. like, maybe I just feel that way because it's, it's giving me some, some feel of 21 seeing park and, and Dada, Right. But then it, I was thinking about it more and more in like kind of the way the, the song is flowing out. And I was like, I feel like parts are cut out of the song for some reason. And then it's like, after I saw the Brave Brother thing, I was like, okay, yep, that's why. (laughs) (laughs) That's why. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And like, so now it just makes me feel like it's an incomplete song, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, it's kind of
0: like that. Uh, But yeah, it it, it kind of like makes you a little bit, you know, nostalgic, I guess, uh, seeing those two together. Kind
1: of the, oh, the. it does. It makes me hella nostalgic, dude. For nostalgia, I just you, for, know, you know what I need. <laughs> I either, either I either need myself or someone else to get a bunch of money and just be like, yo, just let's just put them back together. Somebody, I think they're all they're as far as I know. Except for maybe Dada, they're all out of their YG contracts, right? No,
0: I, 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 CL would probably be releasing music if she was still, if she was out. And I think she's still under YG. It's just that she was also being, uh, being under uh, management of Scooter Brown in the States. But there's like, he's, YG is still the, like, the impeding force of everything uh, when it comes to, to CL here in the States. That's why, I, God, on, like and I, on I,
1: I, yeah. th- There's probably somewhere in there that they don't want to do it, but like, man, I wish. I just wish somebody could throw all the money at the world it, to just be like, yo, let's just yeah. release one more Twenty One album. Yeah, and just watch it fucking make so much money. Yeah, I love. Uh,
0: i you know, Bomb is. Fan- I love seeing Bomb here. Uh, I love her. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she's she's the, like we. I think we said. I think I said it recently, and we said it a while ago. She's the. If we combine Twenty One and and Big Bang, uh, she's the. Uh, well, that's a whole other discussion. She's the ODB of that <laughs> that group. <laughs> yeah. She's the, the lovable, wacky person. Uh, yeah. Wh- who gives no fucks yeah also I love in this video she's she's giving the quintessential she's it's it, there's choreography but she's giving the quintessential so uh, pre- veteran solo artist uh version of the choreography where she's standing there singing and only doing the arm well, people
1: dancing <laughs> yeah.
0: shes they're all dancing, but everybody's yeah. doing
1: the full choreography she, she's she, just she, doing the armed version like here. she never liked dancing anyway, but yeah. I also love like yeah the video has over ten million views yeah
0: like uh, and, it, it, and it's, it's been charting on the korean charts uh and yeah i think she even won a music show uh yeah which is nice it's kind so of like
1: how, it's so dumb bro like yeah, yg is dumb. yes yg is dumb uh, all right let's no, no 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 let's not do that uh, let's not do that. we're going we'll fucking we'll end up here for an hour um yeah. uh, all right so. that's it i could could go
0: on forever i could go on like yeah
1: yeah, no i'm cut i'm cutting us off uh that's it for what's new (laughs) we're gonna have actually i know you're used to the headlines here but we're gonna do a little mini talk segment
0: yeah uh we're you know i don't really have a a thing (laughs) talk talks
1: i don't even have
0: uh let me move the the oh shit <laughs> oh lord
1: i <laughs> have <laughs> the fucking oh uh... discord discord wasn't ready Can't or obs wasn't
0: ready <laughs> uh the fucking uh talks uh, so yeah uh talks about south by. yes <laughs> uh i was in south by.
1: So yeah, you went to South by Southwest, um, to see the, well, so you went for, so South by Southwest for anyone who doesn't know at this point is a, um, multifaceted event. So you have South by Southwest Interactive, which is more based on talking about internet, podcasts, things like that, YouTube, all these kind of things. You have South by Southwest music, which PD went to, and then you have South by Southwest. Film, movies, so on and so forth. P.D.'s mm-hmm. uh, been going to South by for a number of years now yeah. um, and About has been mostly going to see, yeah, been mostly going to see the Korean music showcase and sometimes see the Japanese music showcase as well. Um, so yeah, what yeah. shows did you get to see this so,
0: year? So, yeah, so we'll get to like, I'll, I'll we'll end on the Korean spotlight. Uh, we'll kind of work around there. So a bunch of different stuff. Uh, the there's been some uh, you know, popped in a couple of shows here and there sometimes randomly. Uh, got to see quite a bit of nerdcore hip hop. You know, shows showcases. You know, came out with uh DJ Rockman over there, Austin native, fantastic dude. Uh, been seeing some like great nerdcore stuff. Uh, got to see Japan night. Uh, finally. Mm-hmm. Uh, after so many years of the of Korea spotlight or K-pop night out and Japan night being on the same night this time with uh Korea spotlight moving to wednesday uh i was free to see japan night and i saw some really cool bands uh chief among them uh asterism i think is like the biggest highlight uh and i'm gonna probably bring them on to uh uh to record breakers in some sometime in the future asterism is a trio of super hyper talented Japanese teenagers, like uh, teenage, uh, Japanese uh, metalheads in their mid to late teens, like playing super tight technical, high octane, heavy metal. Uh, and their most recent album has cameos by Bootsy Collins and Buckethead. <laughs> so, like, would you say their name was again? Asterism, A S T E. E R I S M and you'll have to put band after that because that's an actual term about something else. Uh, so they're they are a, a really cool band, uh really talented like like the guitarist herself, like is a super talented tight guitarist. She has a ball of energy. It like she's this 16-year-old japanese girls that's like a ball of energy with like viking dreads like with cornrows in her hair and like uh and it is it, 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 they were fantastic to see live uh so I, I think everyone should check them out i'm gonna probably bring them on uh this is, uh record breakers to kind of talk about them at some point in the future so uh go look out for them uh it was really cool there was some other really cool bands uh, on there like x girl and and a couple of other like really quirky bands uh you know mm-hmm. japan night is fun cause japan japan night japan night really is like the weird indie showcase of like what the independent J- japanese music scene is about uh and it is fun and fan- fascinating and can be weird but ultimately is it just a nice group of super passionate, music loving uh groups doing their things and finally getting to showcase their talent outside of the States. So I I, I think if you're gonna go see like if you're gonna go South by for a- anything, I think it's one of those showcases that it's worth checking out, especially if now that it doesn't conflict for to uh, to the K-pop night, it's definitely worth yeah. checking out. Um, okay. But yeah, uh, but on to, to to the Korea spotlight. Um, uh, it was a pretty cool night. So the Korea spotlight was interesting because like they had an interesting like different this year. Uh, so this year they actually sold tickets <laughs> like, uh, mm-hmm. because, it, because it, they had icon, let's not beat around the bush. Yeah. Uh, they had icon, uh, and there was, uh, I'll get into uh, them after, at the end of this, but, uh, they had a boy band, they had a <laughs> the show. So there was a, t- on top of what was already a ballooning, uh, and booming event and kind of a weird it Like a weird event that was unlike any, like that completely broke the mold of what, like, a South by event is supposed or showcase is supposed to be. Like, it was always that was the Koreans, well, like, behaved like no other event at South by, and they were never quite able to figure out how to deal with it because, like, the infrastructure of, of South by just doesn't fit for it. Um, and it was always growing, and it it even outgrew the venue, like Belmont. Uh, they, it, so they moved the, the show from the Belmont, uh, which was on Sixth Street, uh, down a couple blocks to ACL Mus- ACL Live at the Moody Theater, which is much yeah. bigger venue, uh, much higher capacity, a bigger uh, a bigger spacious uh, you know floor in front of the stage. Uh, but actual and also balcony seating and you know, mezzanine seating so much higher capacity much more room to breathe uh, I was able to, I was able to go to the bathroom during the show which I was not able to do last year uh, so I think that was a good idea and then they sold tickets
1: and okay. it was interesting uh, so I had a wrist so so all right let's just hard comparison last year to this year um with the different venue and stuff like that did it feel like a bigger event it felt it felt like a
0: it felt I think it felt slightly bigger but it felt like a more controlled event it didn't feel like as much of a clusterfuck uh, mm-hmm. as far as like how the infrastructure worked. Uh the venue I think just allowed everything to breathe I think more than anything uh, and the stage was nice for the performances um, I I think the Belmont is a fantastic venue for something that isn't K-pop night out <laughs> or a career showcase because the outdoor stage yeah. is really nice and I think I would love to see other showcases there but yeah, the ACL live was a much better idea for for it. Just it felt like it was, it the event could breathe. I think more than anything. Uh, okay. But yeah, I, I'm gonna I'll, I'll talk on some of this, the highlights, uh, like some of the so the groups were really so uh, they, they the lineups they, they have some really cool things like uh, there were like icon fans that were handing out little pieces yeah. of swag. Uh, like there was like a little group of like uh, people that was in charge i don't know if they, if they were event stuff or like staff, but like it almost seemed like volunteer like fan club people that were like handing out swag but also like giving people numbers uh for like yeah. if you had a wristband or a badge uh so that you would actually be able to like leave the line and come back so like oh okay it was less of that craziness, and you know people had tickets on top of that, so actually, like the weirdest thing about before the show was that like when we were approaching like let's say five o'clock, six o'clock, there didn't really seem to be that much of a line like it was like it didn't seem like there was as much of a line as we remembered from the previous year, and I, we figured it was like people were hanging out with we figured it was like because oh, yeah, they have tickets a lot of the people wristband and, and uh, uh bad people had you know their assigned numbers and everything uh like even for me I was able to go go to an entire other showcase to check out a couple of groups uh, and get some fruit fajitas uh walk you know, get some get something out of the ATM and then come back to the, to the showcase so it was it seemed it, it was an interesting kind of feeling like it was like Oh, people were just kind of like able to like come in later, uh, which is a fascinating part of it. But yeah, and then uh, and then uh, getting into the actual show, uh, it was fun. There was, there was the 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 artists were really great. The it started with Jambinai. Uh, Jambinai is very similar in concept to Wagaki Band in that like okay. it's it's like metal, but with like. Tr- with uh, uh, with the traditional instruments, with a couple of traditional instruments, like for example, but it, now it's Korean traditional instruments, and then you kind of take that less. Uh, it's with with none of the like the visual K aesthetic, I would say. So it's more like just a a bunch of really talented, just like regular musicians, uh, doing kind of a hard rock metal sound with like traditional instruments, uh, and I I think that it's a really fun sound i think people should okay. check out like it, it, it uh might bring some of their stuff as they release it in, in the future here and maybe even in uh uh in record breakers uh it's definitely worth checking out damn it i broke the other icon pen <laughs> they got two icon pens over at the at the event and uh, the first one I, I I broke the first one's uh pocket clip during an episode of Record Breakers and now I broke the other one during an episode of Hali Juku. It's like a You oh. um, so you gotta stop playing with those things. It's like I can't it's like I need like I guess I need I need a fidget spinner or you gotta something. Gotta get a fidget spinner.
1: Mm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. but yeah, Jami and I is really cool. Uh Triple X or XXX. Yeah. It was fascinating they're very like dark hip hop style yeah. group uh they're very talented it was a very very interesting experience uh the beats were really cool i think the, i think uh the crowd was really into them and and, Jami and I as well uh and they they won people over and they were really cool uh Kirara was fascinating because P- Keirado was basically just she was just up there making beats like it's just a it's just this one uh korean woman out there with like you know dj equipment or like you know beat makers and like sample machines just out there like making like like loops and beats and and things like that and just kind of building on them and building on them and like and and it was fascinating and she she was also like jumping around to the music and it was fun and she was kind of like uh, messing, uh, kind of like messing around with the audience a little bit, and it was fun. So, and they were, you know, were into into that. It definitely a fascinating experience, uh, to say the least. Uh, I, I, I almost, I imagine she wished she had more control of like the visual elements of the show because I know that the yeah. clip they showed of uh, her when she was performing like in a in a club in Hongdae, she was she had like. Visual stuff projected like onto the stage, like onto her and the wall behind her, and it was all reacting to the music. So, so I imagine she kind of has incorporates a bit of like a a VJ style thing with her her, uh, thing normally, Uh, but she didn't get to do it that that much here. They just kind of had things on a loop. Uh, So, like it, it was it was that was cool. Uh, and then of course, like Hitchhiker, (laughs) Hitchhiker was fun. It's kind of, Hitchhiker was back after a few years. Uh, um, the, the, he once again basically did what he did when he was uh, here, when he was there a few years ago, I think it was the year that, uh, it was with Crayon Pop. Um, he just did a DJ set, (laughs) like, (laughs) like uh he at some point he, he dropped uh, you know like uh i think uh, the the 5 song and the uh 11 you know late into the set but it was just all like it was just he was doing a an EDM DJ set you know in that hot ass like uh space suit <laughs> uh and it was fascinating also I, the the cool thing the 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 fascinating thing was part of his setup, I did notice that they made sure to put a gigantic fan into on the back of the stage, blowing him from behind, <laughs> mm-hmm. which is like because uh, which makes sense, considering he's in that gigantic glowing thing uh that's only sort of flexible, but I can't imagine breathes too well um and I can only imagine like. I would love to see like what he has set up in there because obviously he has nowhere to put water into him. So I wonder if he has like a, like a, like a tube or something that like he drinks water from, from like a receptacle. And like, I want, I want to see the in- construct of inside the hitchhiker suit. Uh, yeah. Like it'd be like, that would be interesting. Inside. Like it'd be like seeing the, in- so the inside of the Daft Punk helmets, like, wonder what the 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 mechanism of all that is um but yeah so the the so we get to so the big thing is the the main event couple of acts um chungha was really fun um she she sang really well she danced fantastically she had her whole dance crew with her uh and she Performed her hits like Chunga was was really fun, but it was almost like not much to explain because you, you it was pretty straightforward. Chunga showed up, did her hit songs with some cute and big uh, back and forth with the audience, uh, and then left. <laughs> like like and and it was a fun experience. Uh, it was cute seeing her uh, uh, speak English to the audience. Uh, you know, cause, and talk about how the fact that she she spent her uh, quite a few of her formative years in Texas uh, so kind of like her homecoming as it were so that was, that was fun she, she kind of like did a almost like a truncated concert rather than just like a showcase of songs it's like she did like her hit songs she even did a couple of covers and then like like laid in the one she did the this is the the cute fan song in which i i sing an easy song and then like you know throw like the the little balls like with the 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 things and like uh and just like you know take pictures with the audience and like a high five you know kind of a fan service the audience it's almost like it was like the construct of a concert just like truncated into like a little 45 minutes set. So like, so,
1: over under, better experience than last year, or equal, or, or I think what?
0: comfortability. I think uh, before we get into like icons, that uh, b- focus on comfortability was definitely better. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't feel trapped at all. <laughs> 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 like last year, I just felt like we were literally just trapped. <laughs> like yeah. we couldn't move we couldn't go anywhere like the, uh, last year they they had to like the staff were like handing out cups of water because like nobody could leave to go get water and of course you know they they don't allow any outside food or beverage let alone not even empty water bottles uh god damn it uh so they were handing out cups of water and nobody could move and uh, it was just a bad experience, like from a comfortability standpoint. Uh, but this time, like, you could move, like, you can, I could, I could, I could stretch my arms. I didn't because it, <laughs> it was still like I would bump into other people still, and it would be kind of a dick move, but I didn't feel like it was like, like trapped in a sea of people. Uh, and like, it, it, it was a lot better experience as far as like that uh i will say it was definitely the big difference is a lot more a lot more high-pitched screeching <laughs> this year uh which of course for obvious reasons uh which is the main event of the evening uh which is icon Um uh, yeah we we both kind of have like a An up and down. I I like. I think we both do have like an up and down. We've kind of had our ups and downs with Icon. Like they've haven't always been our favorite group, and I think, uh, and and at least for me, they they haven't always and they haven't always had like they've been very hit or miss. Especially a lot more miss early in their career, but with some hits or uh, like at least hits for us uh, more recently. I think I don't know. What, what, do, is it has Would you say is a, that would be maybe the case, Kaz?
1: Yeah, it could be. Like I, I've they've grown on me a bit, but yeah. it's definitely like it's taken time.
0: Yeah, I think they've grown on me. It, it, it's grown on us a little bit, like especially lately. I think with their last few like songs, it's been a lot better. But like, it, I've always been the biggest ones, biggest fans, but like. <sighs> They have, they have some good songs and I, I was definitely like curious as like how we feel about their performance uh th- it was a fun night it was a fun performance from them uh they for for as much as like we've had our hits and misses with like the actual like songs or whatever they are very well versed performers uh um, oh, yeah. they on the stage and I think even I can experience it even more or like it was it was definitely even more interesting experiencing it like in person but they very much know how to command a stage like they have a very good energy they definitely know how to feel like they how to make you feel like they're having fun on stage uh, they you know they're very good dan- you know they're very good about being tight with the choreography but they know when to like they know how to feel like they're present in a sense mm-hmm. like they're they're not just up there doing their own thing and you're watching them like they're performing for you like they may be doing their type choreography but they're still performing for you and they're still feeding off the energy of the crowd they were interacting with the crowd a lot uh in genuine ways uh i think it, well, at least what felt very genuine ways uh bobby was in particularly a very kind of like higher energy it was, it was fantastic uh I think yeah, overall it was a fun experience. Uh I think Icon definitely are very good. I, I think it for all the I would say for all the qualms we have about like YG as a company and for all the issues that they're in right now and whatever, they do if they care to, they do know how to breed and how to train very good performers like live performers especially like big bang were yeah. always fantastic live performers and they were people that could be on a stage and take it over 21 had great stage presa- presence when they were you know when they were allowed to perform uh you know winner uh i imagine I, I don't think i've seen them but uh you know they seem like they they're a pretty talented group uh blackpink is uh, that's all the, all the thing, uh, but Icon Icon kind of continues that trend. I think it, it works really well.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That was South by. All right, so nice. better experience overall. Hopefully, it continues to grow and and they are able to do more. Um, I Definitely, definitely, definitely love getting to hear about all the indie acts because kind of tends to open up our, our musicality here on the show a little bit more. Yeah. So, keep keep it up. Keep yeah. it up, South By.
0: Also, well, sh- shout um, out mm-hmm. to all the iconics that were there that were actually assuaged my fears and actually gave love to all the opening acts. So, it did a good job. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. yeah,
1: good representation of the fandom by being inclusive of all the fandom. Mm-hmm. It's always good. Um, Alright, so News time. Yeah.
0: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the news segment, the headline segment here on Halley Let's get it started. Uh, Let's get to it. A fun opening act. They're here. They're here. They're finally here. Uh, There's no more time for expectation. They're here. The BTS dolls yeah. are here. Uh we've had like yeah. a lot of updates and previews. Uh there's also been like talk so, about Uno card game, but they're finally here. Before
1: before we get into this, right, we talked about this and we you you kind of made a statement of um you know, this is a big pairing of the Mattel brand, which does Barbie and BTS, which is pretty much one of the biggest K-pop groups in all of existence right now. Um, so this was destined to, to probably do something pretty good. Um, but unfortunately this caught a lot of backlash from the fandom. Just, they didn't like them. And I've heard a multitude of reasons. Uh, so some of the hard comparisons is, um they're not as well versed in in their facial structures as some of the um japanese figures for bts that have been out there but i think that's i i I think that's a hard comparison to make you're you're at that point comparing two different product types it's like
0: yeah uh, like it's like okay they make a it's it's like is this, oh, okay they're going to make a, a saturday morning cartoon and you complain that it's not a an oil painting detailed uh, rotoscoped <laughs> like fucking or cgi animation like no yeah. it's a saturday morning cartoon it's supposed to be like you know it uh, it, the these are so these are ken dolls like these are basically you know they're called yeah. fashion dolls but these are ken dolls but like instead of ken it's jin and jimin and jungkook and uh and namjoon and v and and, and, and your boy j-hope and sugar you know all it, it's them uh yeah. and like i think they look fine I think they they look like Ken dolls. I think the 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 ideas of their facial like they got some really good details in their facial uh, like expressions in there in the fo- in like within the within the construct of a Mattel fashion doll and within what is usually seen in the face of a Mattel fashion doll. They got some of those details like RM's dimple, uh, and I think it works fine uh yeah
1: it's a very (laughs) minimalistic representation of the person right um i think i think the the thing about it that to me i don't don't think really captures anything is in fact the styling um Mm. i think the styling is pretty trash on these first lines but usually on these barbie lines There's a lot of um, clothing accessories that come out and stuff like that, which is why they're usually called fashion dolls, because that's kind of the big get for these um, for these types of of figures uh, is the fact that you're going to buy these these clothing things that come out for them and stuff like that. and, and I think they've always kind of towed the line somewhere between the super realistic looking Japanese dolls and and what is the American doll. Uh, I, I, I think the best bang for your buck in that median right now is like a smart doll, which kind of has really good futuristics and is also a very high-end fashion doll. Um, but I think Mattel has always done relatively well. So I think on the accessory line, that's where you're going to want to see what they decide to do with these things and how they decide to market them. Um, I, I can tell you my, the, 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 uh, place that I work, the sad dying industry that I work in, uh, is making a big push into K-pop as something to, to bolster and, and keep people in stores. Um, and they're starting to, to, it It's starting with like just an end cap, but it it's something that's growing and something that they're looking at as an emerging market, even though it's kind of late because it's already a blossomed market yeah. um but it's something that's going to continue to grow, and I think things like these are a great step in that direction um but at the same time the 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 the, the one thing I really want to address with this is the complaint of the uh it's the word i'm looking for is the complaint of just the dolls themselves that people have been bringing up and mostly the people who are complaining about how un like bts they look there are the japanese versions of the bts dolls you can go buy yeah you can you can get that might be a little bit harder than what it would be to buy a Barbie at Target or Walmart or anywhere else that would probably sell these things or Amazon but you can get them and it's just two different products of two different archetypes it's two different yeah. art styles yeah. um so so you can't compare it on that on that factor is could they have done slightly better yes i i think I yeah. I think the biggest complaint, if any, is the hair. I think yeah, the hair gonna, is
0: yeah. I was gonna say like that was out, shit. That, <laughs> yeah, I think that's the biggest gripe that I think is legit. I think the hair just doesn't quite do it right. I think there was something just like it. They look a little bit silly. I think it, the hairdos. I think that's something yeah. they that could have paid a little. And that, that that's and that's also a thing like the fashion like you said those accessories you can fix the fashion it's not much you can do about the hair <laughs> you can try to restyle <laughs> it but like it's there it's it's fibers
1: kind of like in the head like you can't really do i much mean bro there are there are uh people on youtube and i i think i would love to see if one of them does this there are these people on youtube who buy these dolls and um Uh, who buy these dolls and then restyle them, like, totally from the ground up. They'll, like, take them apart, pull all the hair out, install new hair and stuff like that, and, like, do all kind of crazy shit and modifications to these dolls. There's a whole, like, weird side of YouTube for, like, modification of toys of all sorts. Um, -hmm. it's really interesting. Uh, so I would love to see if somebody does something with these when these, like, come to market. Um, but yeah, um, so I, I I think I think this is another hallyu echo to the community to just calm down a little bit. Calm, calm down. Cal- cal- calm down. It's
0: okay. Calm down. We got you. We got you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got you. Um, All right. Yeah, but moving on. Uh, moving on to the next big uh, headline. Kang Daniel, the dude the hotness the hot it dude uh we just went from the biggest group in uh existence in uh k-pop right now uh i would say we're talking we're talking about with 101 a group that domestically throughout a lot of its run was right up there with bts like you, you may not like if you're uh just an international fan you may not have been as privy to them but during their during this run, they were right up there in the charts and in in the you know kind of the the fandom presence at least domestically uh it's one yeah. of those fascinating things we're talking about domestic like what 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 is popular domestically over what's aware what we're aware of uh, uh internationally away from korea but uh like I bet you know most don't know nothing about m c the max really you shouldn't it's kind of boring music but but it's <laughs> it's what's popular in Korea man. Koreans do like themselves some boring ass music you gotta de-stress uh but yeah Kang Daniel uh who wants out of his contract you know he's 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 sitting out he wants out uh he was trying to file suit with LM Entertainment uh there's a lot of back and forth uh claims uh of him uh, him and his lawyer uh, reiterating that yes they're trying to terminate the contract and then the entertainment's like no no we're just discussing the contract and there's a lot of back and forth uh, there's a lot of disputes uh, uh, by both sides and it's it's hard to know exactly who's who's right or who's you know who's wrong a lot of it comes down to uh, element entertainment, you kind of like selling uh, Can Daniel's likeness, uh, with house's consent, mm-hmm. like, uh, and things like that. Uh, yeah. and there's issues like that. Uh, element entertainment kind of like rebut, rebutting uh, those, uh, those actions or those claims. Uh, the hard part is the it's it's hard to know who's who's saying the, the you know the truth and who's not, somebody's lying. Uh, it's hard to side with the company that uh recently tried to file the trademark for one of their artists' legal name. <laughs> like like they're <laughs> actually like they their company tried to trademark Jung il Sung know Yun, no, Yoon Ji Sung, sorry. Uni ji Sung's name <laughs> His like name. It's like it's like if you it's like if if uh uh like if your company, you know, the the place you work at Decided, hey, we're gonna trademark Brandon Cooper. <laughs> like, like. Granted, you probably don't care that much because you're you could just be King Kaz.
1: But still, <laughs> well, it's weird. No, it would still make things hard, right? Because yes. because unless I then went and legally changed my name to King Kaz, even even as even as King Kaz, the performer. If anybody wanted to pay me to be King Kaz, they still have would have to then pay Brandon Cooper, yes. right? And then, if, if a company has like the end trademark on that, they'd be like, "Well, we get a profit of anything Brandon Cooper makes, okay. even as King Kaz." Like, there's there's weird things about that kind of shit. You know what I yeah. mean? So,
0: yeah, yeah, it, it is. It is. It is. Is It a, is it a fascinating kind of like uh, thing that's happening with all this. Uh, just on, just kind of putting that into context, the fact that this company. So, I don't know, what what are your impressions on on what's going on with uh, with just this the is, idea?
1: This is just the 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 bad side of the K-pop industry, right? Is when you get into these kind of disputes, and then this kind of stuff comes to comes to light. You know what I mean? This is the side you don't like to see. This is the side you don't like hearing about. Like, I don't like hearing about this side of, of K-pop. Um, it's, it just, it makes you feel like, I don't know. It's all, I I reiterate the same things over and over again. It makes me almost want to no longer, um, support this thing that i like you know what i mean because of these kind of things but i want to kind of continue to see these people thrive and and make better of these situations and some things you have to go through these fights for those people to then get somewhere where they can do that kind of stuff you know what i mean like jay park or anyone else who has had to kind of and it's sad that in a sense they have to go through the system to then make it to the other side you know yeah so
0: and yeah it's and, and it's crazy for the habit iman like and and for
1: this company
0: to fuck things up with uh the it guy in kang danielle like he is the guy you know he's any he, yeah like there's he is a presence that is want he is a presence that is wanted on t v on commercial deals he is a person that can bring you some ducats. He can he can get that mm-hmm. bread for you, he can eat that yeast for you, like he can he can he can make you that money and like to fuck that up to fuck up the relationship with your ace player, you know, like your your superstar, uh, you know,
1: your superstar player. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but we you know, have like, these situations sometimes here in America with sports. You know what I mean, where people do things to their their sports athletes, where teams. Treat these people more like commodities than people, and and yeah. then you're like, you you know, then you think about the situation, and you're like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> you know.
0: The only the only difference now, of course, is that these uh, the, the athlete type unions.
1: <laughs> yeah, but even that isn't always the most helpful. You know. Yeah. Least, uh, yeah. Hey, yeah. That's true. Uh,
0: so, um, yeah. yeah um <laughs> uh, yeah and like these these situations i'd like and like we're talking about situations where you just kind of like about this industry and kind of the, the the things happening in this industry kind of putting people in a situation that is not a fun situation uh we haven't obviously we haven't been talking about the big stuff that's happening and i think eventually we might do a if if we manage to kind of like get ourselves uh to uh, in a place where we've unpacked a lot, uh, enough of it we we can talk about it, we'll talk about the herb, whole burning Mulca thing. Uh, but it's such a big daunting thing that we were not we're not talking about it. But the side thing that's been uh kind of being brought up as a consequence, uh, more and more discussions about you know assault and and things like that has been the mm-hmm. old case of Jang Zhang, Zhang Jia Uh, she who, uh, you know, passed away in 2009, uh, in, uh, content warning, we are going to mention, uh, we're going to discuss, uh, things pertaining to suicide. So just a heads up. Uh, but Zhang Jiayun kind of passed away in an apparent suicide back in 2009, kind of left behind a list of like, you know, powerful figures in business and media industry that she had been forced to, and like... Entertained sexually, she kind of like uh and, you know of course we talking about this article on Soonpy uh damn I have to read just this stuff uh the it's it's been a kind of like a big discussion re bringing this these like this investigation to and finding out what exactly went on with her uh and people that may have been witnesses to what was going on. Uh, And one of the big Mm -hmm. champions of this investigation is uh, a friend of hers named Yoon Ji-oh, an actor who has been kind of like out there talking about this and like been championing like people to like come forward uh, and yeah, you know, she spent like ten, 10 years giving testimony to police prosecutors this is right here Jun Jio has spent 10 years giving testimony to police prosecutor, prosecutors about Jang jae case and she recently has been conducting interviews with the press talking publicly via social media and urging other witnesses to come forward um, she points out that the, Jang Jae-yeon did not have an autopsy and clarified that the final letter left by Jang Jae-yeon she believes in her words that it is not a suicide note rather than simply a document um and she's been kind of putting on social media uh uh, like this is uh, this is crazy well this is fascinating because like she posted on her instagram about like posted a a certificate of her medical records uh basically proving that she's been examined as far as her mental health that she's okay like basically like saying she's not depressed or suicidal or anything like that basically saying like yo i've been looked over i've had i've been interviewed for hours i went you know i've been you know, di- you know i've discussed it with mental health professionals of the top type i'm accompanied by security guards by 24 hours like basically saying like and it's been done before in other p- places where uh like journalists have made a point of pointing out like hey yo it's a simple, a simple thing it's like hey if i die it wasn't suicide like whatever happens whatever mm-hmm. it looks like if i die it won't be suicide i won't be suicide i do not plan to kill myself so to kind of like prematurely kind of cut things off at the head because that's such an easy you know she would pointed out that Sever, uh, several people attached to this case have died of apparent suicides uh supposedly uh but in the same way with no suicide note uh you know two people an investigator passed away in a dr- uh, in which he drowned at a fishing spot which supposedly uh, allegedly uh water that didn't even come to to their chest so like basically calling out calling into question various uh suspicious things kind of like alleging yeah. some foul play here and there and and it's fascinating because it, it it very much harkens back to what I've seen uh there's a there's a very specific case which I keep forgetting but of a of a of a specifically a journalist or no a, a, a media personality a female media personality who had basically done this exact same it's like hey hey if I die it wasn't suicide and then not too long afterwards, she died in an apparent suicide. Like, <laughs> uh, and it, it's one of those things where it's like, you 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 forget how deep these things go and how deep yeah. people in power, like, are putting things and like even touching this is kind of like a, all right, we kind of talk about this heavy thing. Uh, what, what were your what are your impressions on like just this? I mean, it's it's
1: <sighs> so we're we're kind of somewhere in the same realm here in America with our entertainment industry right now. Yeah. Um, but I think it's it's a place where where <sighs> somehow. We are a little more progressive, you know what I mean? Where, where people, the situation makes you feel like you can't speak out against it. But when you do, you realize you can. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and the thing is you're going to have people on your side. You're going to have people who aren't on your side. Um, but i think in other cultures and i think korea is still one of them they they still tend to struggle with with these things they still tend to struggle with females in in certain lights and certain roles of power and outside of certain domestication sometimes right where they have areas where they seem progressive where where it's like, oh, they'll hire women to do run businesses or things like that. But then when it comes to certain things, they're not as progressive. And, and it's kind of the cultural things of the things you shouldn't talk about. You know what I mean? Um, at least not public, publicly. Um, and and things of accusation like that of, of sexual assault or things like that are, are seem to still be very hard to talk about. In those cultures. Yeah. And it, 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 and I mean, yeah,
0: and even, but yeah, it's hard to talk about there. It's hard to talk about here, but like, even, but once you get past it, yeah, like you said, like, it's still hard to talk about even here. But once you're able to, like, mm-hmm. break that first step, you can usually get, find some support. Uh, and even, I, I would say, uh, even in Korea, they've been able to at least find some support. Uh it's it's in yeah. some muddied waters but you but it's still it's still a growing thing and it's still a developing thing. This whole like especially lately this whole uh they've ha- been having their own Me Too movement uh as a follow up to the big the big movement here in the in the States. Uh so there's been some progress, but yeah, it's still uh it's still it's still be it's still be like that sometimes. <laughs> like, it, it really yeah. can be like that sometimes. Uh, where, you know, it's just... And it's scary. It's scary, the idea that she... It, it's it's crazy. It, it It's fascinating to kind of see this played out in, in actuality. Uh, and you almost kind of don't want to... I almost feel like even comparing it to a Korean drama would be trivializing it, but it, it makes you realize, like, like, it, it it it's some of those moments where it's like oh like some like some of these korean dramas i might be some people trying to take to tell some truths <laughs> like mm-hmm. you know like you know when seth MacFarlane made that joke about harvey weinstein like uh i think it was harvey weinstein but or or, or somebody uh or no i think it was kevin spacey but like it was like because like that was him knowing some shit and then like being able to like put that out there uh i think he said jokes about both of those people uh and but you know when you saw that and or like uh courtney love making a joke about harvey you know not going to a a harvey weinstein party or you know something like that uh yes it almost feels like maybe the korean dramas are like saying yo (laughs) we're like like,
1: yeah the the best place to 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 take things is in, in in any kind of thing is from life you know what i mean like like Entertainment, entertainment is generally usually an outlet <laughs> yeah. for for people um so yeah it's definitely hard man it's a hard situation to to it, it, and it, it's especially a hard situation to want to be the champion of it right of any of these kind of situations so for her kind of being the champion of that situation is is rough um yeah. because she draws the the biggest ire because like you said she she spent a lot of time um she spent a lot of time speaking out against these things and and, and speaking to these allegations and doing all this stuff and and it is a, a situation where her life is definitely in danger because of the situation so it's hard yeah and yeah. just oh it's it's,
0: it's, it's, it's fascinating to kind of see her make those precautions and, you know, keep an eye out. Um, uh, yeah, wish everyone the best. Uh, all right. So one more headline, just cause I don't want to end on a sour note like that. <laughs> uh, it's just, it's not that big of a, it's not a big headline. It's just a kind of a new, a nice little thing. Uh, also a way for me to incorporate something Japanese into to the show. Uh, this time. Um, Kimono rental shops in Kyoto and Nara are offered Japanese-style hijabs to buy or rent. Uh, More stores in Japan's ancient capital cities are now offering fully functional and fashionable hijabs to accommodate guests from all over the world. In in recent years, Japan has seen an increase in Muslim-friendly establishments. These changes are mostly visible when it comes to food, with halal-certified restaurants popping up for ramen, curry, yakiniku, Uh, even a menu at a karaoke joint uh, as you can see uh, if you want to check out the article they're going to have links to other articles pertaining to these things Uh, and yeah there's been uh, but yeah they talk about how there's been like different uh, halal friendly menus Uh, and this article over on Soda News 24 I guess formerly known as Rocket News but Soda News 24 uh, highlights three places which is uh, There's a place called Yoshia in Kyoto, uh, kind of somewhere mm-hmm. in the Arashima, Arashiyama district. Uh, this place kind of has a—it's a, a fourth-floor gift shop and a halal-certified restaurant. Uh, it's probably with foreign visitors. Uh, they sell their—they began selling their Japanese-style hijabs in the spring of 2016 when a senior member of management was touched to receive a handmade kimono-inspired hijab from a Muslim friend. Uh, so they kind of started doing that and they, they also share some like really nice photo shoots, uh, which kind of sh- highlight the design cause it's very, so there's a couple of really nice restaurants. It's going to be like that, uh, you may, Gojuten, uh, also in Kyoto, uh, and they're really nice, like, you know, mix of a uh, hijab with, uh, kimonos. And then there's Waplas plus nada in nada. Um, Yeah. And then, like the the, the 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 big thing about this is that incorporate uh, Japanese style like fabrics and patterns uh, into a functioning hijab, uh, and we'll combine it with a kimono as well. It's almost like, which is a really cool little like like people reaching across another culture as like a a you know a, a sign of friendship, uh, which is I think really cool and really nice and really cute uh what what do you think Kaz?
1: no i think it i think it's a great opening thing for for japan um to kind of be like to to kind of open themselves up more right because japan has always been seen as this place that's xenophobic but everybody loves going there yeah. um <laughs> but i think i think um and I I have not been to Japan yet, and, and you've been to Korea a few yeah. times, and I've been to Korea. Um, and I don't I I've never asked you this, but but in Korea you can see the shift in age, yeah of of that xenophobia, right? Somebody's kind of closer to the end of forty and older, right? Like like forty seven, like forty six, forty seven, forty eight, and older they tend to be a little xenophobic. They tend to look at you side-eye a little bit. Um even even if you speak the language, even if you're politest can be, they they tend to side-eye you a little bit. Anybody 30 and younger is very accommodating, very and I, and I don't mean accommodating in a service sense. I mean like if you try to talk to them and they're open to it like there are there are definitely people who like if you just randomly try to talk to them in the street, they're gonna be like, "Why are you trying to talk to me?" because that's should anywhere. Should I, but you randomly try to talk to me in the street, I'll be like, I'm yeah, walk away, but if you find yourself in in friendly situations with with people who are thirty ish and younger don't try to talk to you even if they can't, you know what I mean because <laughs> it' it's just a more it it it's just the more worldliness that i think yeah. the internet has provided and 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 just really? it that just it currently exists yeah um uh, like
0: say if you if you are going to a homeplus for the first time for groceries and you didn't put enough tape on your box and, and you have a flimsy box and you accidentally drop all your groceries onto the train and have to kind of like scoop it all out of the train and then spend a good long time <laughs> just off the train trying to figure out how to take these groceries uh, uh, out of the station up to, your, up to your Airbnb, some nice college kids might... Just walk up and have some possibly have some tape on them, and uh, we'll reconstruct your box, uh, and so that works a lot better and will help you get your groceries all together. Uh, I'm I'm just saying that might have been what happened to me, (laughs) yeah, something like being in home, the the home day station, trying to get these groceries.
1: Like, like, it's, it's an embarrassing situation. Wonderful people. Um, but yeah, so I think, I think this is a thing of younger culture taking over businesses in Japan a little bit, maybe. Um, I can't, I can't say that a hundred percent, but, um, but I think, I think it's a place in a situation where, where that's happening. Um, I, I think people are trying to be more open and receptive to people of, of different beliefs and different different thoughts and and just just different people they're trying to be more open to different people um and you want to be you want to be accommodating to people you know what i mean like even if you don't necessarily agree with what their belief or ideal or whatever it is you still want to be accommodating to them you still want to make them feel comfortable you still want to make them feel at home in a sense um even even when they're visiting. So. It's just, it's just definitely one of those things that, that happens. Like, you know, like I, I have moments where, where, uh, like I'll, I'll see a tourist and I try to be as helpful as I can when they're trying to get somewhere. I may not even know how to get to that place in my city, but I'm like, all right, I know if you get on this thing and you go that way, I know it gets you close to there. I've never actually been there, but like, hopefully somebody else closer to there will be as helpful as i am so that they can help yeah. you you know what i mean and it's just one of those things you just want to you, you i don't know you just want to be good to people so that they can have the best experience they can i think yeah i think that's what it boils down to for me yeah
0: i i i too want to be good to people i think the problem is that it involves actually talking to people so that's usually where it breaks down <laughs> <laughs> you have to actually talk to them yeah. and it's like if i could like somehow be good to like be helpful without
1: actually interacting with you but yeah uh, but that's just me I'm yeah you know maybe it's things like this offering offering hijabs in your kimono shop and just being like look if they come in just offer that to them (laughs) (laughs) that's my be good to people without talking to people um Uh, yeah but i i I think that's what that is yeah yeah i think that's what that is truly from the heart to be to be Human, yes. I don't know.
0: Human. Know what that is? I don't. don't I'm not. I'm not good at that part. But I can. I'll try. (laughs) Let's keep trying. Yeah, Uh, yeah. Uh, Japan trying, and I'm. I'm happy about. Yeah, me too. Me too. Uh, I think you know. Yeah, we have. We have to plan our, our our Japan. I I definitely
1: I gotta get a plan. job that I can afford to a plan a fucking Japan yeah. trip from <laughs> yeah that's that's the that's the
0: that's the plan right now okay. yeah we've, we've, I've got I've got a I've got a I've got my I still haven't re-edited my resume but I, I've, I'm working on that uh, yeah we'll see we'll see uh, maybe in a couple years or or more <laughs> uh, but that being said. On that note, we end another fantastic episode of Hali Juku. Uh, Kaz, what, what's going on? What's going on in your world? What, what do you want to tell people?
1: Uh, right now is March Madness. Uh, I haven't checked my bracket today, so probably every team I picked is lost, and I'm probably at zero points in my bracket. But if you would like to hear about the bracket that i have going and more check out sports odds and ends the show for the flat by night sports fan where we talk about everything from ball sports to esports. um I'm always trying to get more eSports talk in there I'll probably try to bring up uh, that the first stage of the overwatch league um, mostly my any talk I have about the overwatch league is usually bad at the moment but I'm, I'm trying to be more positive about it I think it's actually starting to grow I think they're actually starting to get somewhere I just wish they would make their game fun to actually watch um yeah. but you know that's 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 a, that's a whole other issue yeah baby steps baby steps baby steps
0: Yes. Uh but yeah, check out sports Uh yeah, check out everything else uh, he's doing at King Cas. Uh I'm PD Rave. Uh the show is Juku Uh Halujuku.com or Kpoppodcast.com uh, Rebelly.net for this and other shows. Well, didn't I tell you, don't you know? Rebelly TV on YouTube and other places maybe eventually. Uh, you can find us anywhere you find podcasts. iTunes, Stitcher, other places on YouTube as well. Uh, check out the website for the show notes for all the links to all the articles and videos and whatnot. You know, Give it me Give us your thoughts on all the music picks. Let us know what you, what's caught your attention. Hey, dude, there's some good feedback for us. Let us know what's caught your attention in the last couple of weeks, uh, in K-pop or, or J-pop or anything, man, anything East Asian, uh, let us know. Uh, but yeah. Until next time. Until next time. Hasta los huevos. Yeah.